0: This episode of Classically Black Podcast is sponsored by Longy School of Music at Bard College. Because the world needs music now more than ever, Longy has reimagined conservatory education. We are leading the seismic shift to center music as social change, expanding the world's understanding of what a life in music can mean. We prepare you to engage new audiences, teach anyone, anywhere, and make a difference with your music. To learn more, visit l-o-n-g-y dot edu slash CBP. It's Katie, Mrs. Classically Black Podcast, where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With Trappies playing in the background. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, y'all. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. When does come out? Oh, it's come out Monday. Oh, yeah. What y'all getting into? Y'all happy? Y'all excited to be around y'all families and friends? Or are you ready to go home? <laughs> Hope it finds you well. Yeah. um What was I about to say? Oh, I got. I recently got into our blooper reel that we did in 2018. Oh, I saw you text that. That thing I has me dying. <laughs> we used to be like little content creators. We used to be up there in that little atrium with Richard behind the camera learning lines is that what it's from most of it most of it and then some of it is when you when you and adrian and richard did that like two of y'all listening that's right oh and richard was on piano <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was so funny he hit this crunchy chord he was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah richard a real one for real he would just i forgot i asked him to play that yeah <laughs> i know what was that even for I think it was just a Katie thing. We was just doing anything. <laughs> Katie that was a you know what would be cute? <laughs> That's what that was. And it was. And was it's always been cute. That's the Katieism. It, it always gave cute. There's not been one thing we did that hasn't been cute that I said would be cute. Okay, there was one. What? That Instagram post where I where I want people to rank black composers and they were like in this climate i was like y'all we are literally black just do it that was the one thing yeah i remember i was like "Hmm," but but that's not why that's not why i thought it was good i just thought because i didn't know those pieces so i was like i just wonder unfortunately like stuff like that works with canonical pieces because people know them yeah people were like we they're all great i'm like but i didn't think he was gonna oh, be all that." okay i was so mad i was just like yeah. all right y'all y'all be blessed that was okay. that was extremely extra like like i was like be blessed that's so that was the one time but out of five years is it been five it's been four <laughs> but whatever um i i be thinking we started classical about the same year i pledge as she real because we have the same we did no, we didn't. That's oh. what. That's my. That's why we be confused because our anniversary is Eshiro's ten. Centen- is Shiro's um anniversary. Oh. Or, like right. So I always be like, oh yeah, five. I've been five years Eshiro Five years Classic Black, and that's not what it is. Okay. Even though that that still doesn't make sense because my my Sigma anniversary is not the centennial. Well, it's centennial. Well, you know what I mean. They're not the same. hmm. But one one year we gonna get it. Cause if you ain't said nothing, I would have kept chucking along. What? Oh <laughs> No, next year, I'm telling you, next year, five years, we literally must. I that mm-hmm. reminds me my project. I need to get on there because I think it would be cute. See? Are you rubbing See? off on me? And listen, that will be cute. Got a ninety nine point nine 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 percent success rate. Bakiana was gonna be cute. I'd recently listened to Bakiana too. I wanna redo Bakiana. Cause I could not. I was like, this is crazy. I really spent all afternoon writing that rap and then went to, with my viola just sitting out. <laughs> That's the problem. It's like I don't be serious. <laughs> like yeah. Okay, remix loading. I wanted to do that period i thing that would have been cute until i found out the girl was a freaking donut that would have been a cute comeback mm. we'll see because yeah you have to wait for the next wave but i feel like there was no wave like um what's what's the original called What tatiana tatiana there has been no wave like that since nothing can you yeah. think of that? Where people were hopping on the same beat like that. And that's why like when the period I period girl came, I was like, everybody's hopping on this. Let's do it. And them same people from that Instagram post would have been over. Right. (laughs) Y'all don't know. I was like, (laughs) I forget like how much like the internet could be annoying one lady commented on my video she was like be careful that beyond me and i was just like why are y'all so obsessed with like thinking y'all know something tell me more big brain like (laughs) tell me like (laughs) why do y'all y'all always always think y'all know something y'all always been new something like it's so annoying the internet is so annoying i wish um you could reply to instagram comments with videos because there's that one video that people use as a reaction, it's Damien. I think it's Damien Wayans. And he's like <laughs> he was like, Tell me more, enlighten me, oh great negrologist. <laughs> 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 and I feel like that's what them people under the comments <laughs> look Yeah, it'll be like, Oh, we all didn't know this. I'm like, Since you been knew this you should have been told us. Like Oh, I been knew that you should've it that's annoying. Yeah, I can imagine, like, I mean, having uh, the, the the type of stuff that people say in the comments, like, I just don't understand, like, why do you think you can talk to people like that? <laughs> and you know what's interesting? So this was a friend's on this week, and Fran was like, have you ever, like, if you don't like something, because, I'm, okay, so Fran, Kia, and Jade, I don't think you know who th- two of those people are, but anyway, they did a collaboration with target the same day that they were to post the collaboration with target or that they did post a collaboration with target what racist thing happened oh it's america so what happened that day everything everything every day i think it was what's a what's a what's a big thing that just recently happened oh it was a day that elon fired on them people Mm they posted that thing the same day and they were like, they had to target had to go in and do all this stuff because they were worried. They were scared for their safety about like how all, all the hate stuff that was happening on the comments and like super racist stuff. Right. And Fran was like, have you ever not liked something on social media and commented being like, I hate this. Dah, dah, dah. Have you ever did that? No. I That's what I was thinking when she said, I was like, I have never done that. I don't like, get it. It's, it's, it's weird. weird Yeah, for people like that, they just and then like the unsolicited advice, the this and that. Like I remember this girl; she was kind of going viral because she had this wedding real quick because her boyfriend at that time he was dying. He had cancer, and it, it was to the point where like you know he only had so so much time. So they got married, and somebody was like, not to be too personal, but I'm like, and that's where you should have stopped. Exactly. it was like, have you considered freezing his sperm? Like. What? I am like, what, is, is this really the time that you think to get, like, that it's appropriate to give a complete and total stranger unsolicited advice? Like, y'all are just weird. Like, and the stuff that people be like, yeah, the stuff that people be saying to people that they do not know, it's just like, I can't imagine being on YouTube and, like, just in people's comments. Like, I don't know. Now, I will say one time I did do something that was, I don't know if it's out of character, but I was just like, it irritated me. So this girl, which I haven't seen her in months because she, I talked about her before. She went to Hampton and so did her man. Her man's from Russia. They got married. Okay. They moved to Russia. So she lives in Russia. Haven't seen her in months. So I'm like, did your man get recruited for the army? Like, what's good, right? You know, I'm curious. Like, what's going on with T? So then she started doing all this workout content, right? All of a sudden, like Fedora is nowhere to be found. It's just her. I'm like, cool, get your bags. Sis. But she was, she started doing. The problem with that is that when she went to Russia, she was having like she, you know, she she said she put on pandemic weight. Her words, not mine. And then she said she was sick with something. Like she was like not holding food down and all types of other stuff with her brain i don't know that she was going through it was crazy something she was going through in russia she, they didn't know what was wrong with her type stuff i'm like i thought she was gonna go back home boom so she did that she lost she said she lost like 30 40 pounds just from being sick not being able to hold food down now you're coming out with workout videos and i remember feeling bad because i was like oh victoria look good and then in the next video she was like yeah, yeah i've been so freaking sick and that's why i was like you should never comment on someone's body because you don't know why i mean i never write i never write in the content comments like girl you look i I wouldn't write that because like i practice not commenting on someone's weight because you literally never know Mm -hmm. but what i did zoo when she when she came up with a video 10 tips for losing weight somebody commented her video she's like i thought she was sick and i said me too (laughs) because why (laughs) because now because because I don't that is so deceitful like you know you was fighting for your life couldn't hold food down and now you got ten tips maybe that's one of them did you want <laughs> that's <laughs> not too much on Asini- that what I said not too much on her that could be number one <laughs> <laughs> swallow a tapeworm <laughs> That's the only time I did something like that. Cause I was just like, I know this girl, you had us feeling sorry for you. You in Russia, (laughs) away from home. Can't hold food down. You got something going on with your brain, whatever she said. Now you got tips. Girl, (laughs) if you're going to be anything, be for real. That's crazy. So I was like, me too. I was feeling bad for her. I forgot what I said. I was like, me too. Like, I was feeling bad because I thought I said I, I thought she looked good, and then she said that she was dying. Well, she's she's not dying, God forbid. What friend? What friend? Do toy toy toy? Like she's not, not that, but you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I feel like I barely, um, <laughs> um, I can't remember a time where where I did but yeah sometimes i mean sometimes i don't respond like if i quote something on twitter that's like ridiculous mm-hmm. but it's like Listen. most of the time if somebody says something t- to me out of pocket on twitter like i just have a rule like i just don't be responding but sometimes i'll be wanting to just i will want to cuss people out not cuss people out but just mm-hmm. be like shut the fuck up <laughs> And most times when I go to respond, like especially like in my on my personal YouTube, like when I go to respond to comments, I almost I almost always stop, delete the comment, and move on with my dick. I'm like, you don't owe I don't owe you a response. (laughs) So almost all the time I do that, but every now and then I do because I get the sense that people don't like they don't think about a real person reading what they said. Yeah. And so sometimes I do respond just to be like like you're ta- you're talking to somebody, right? And I remember one person. Yeah, they deleted their comment after I re- after <laughs> I responded. Period. Because it's like, <clears throat> what are you talking about? Like, oh, I remember what um. There's so you know what's his name Anthony Mackie. Mm-mm. He you would recognize him if you saw him. He's that dude that they say he always looked like he up to something. He's a black guy. He he was somebody in one of the Avengers movies that we saw. Anyway. He had, um... Oh! He, yeah. he did like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a, like a headline, I remember, like a screenshot that was like, Anthony Mackie doesn't care if a black um, person directs Black Panther. And then the quote said, a horse didn't direct Seabiscuit. Like... <laughs> I'm sorry. So there was something... Oh no, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, He's ridiculous. So oh my God. somebody had said something about him, like I don't I forget what it was, but I quoted it and was like, nah, like he whatever. And I put the screenshot. And when I tell you, like it kind of it went like mini viral. And when I tell you there was people quoting, he was like, y'all. They were like, why do y'all care so much about what celebrities do and y'all woke this and this oh and that and. My and God! Y'all so, you also care. Yeah, like the, somebody was like this is so fucking annoying and I was just like it was a joke love Like, (laughs) do you really think I'm up at night tossing and turning uh, worried about what the what freaking Anthony Mackie thinks like come on bro you can't like a clue I just don't understand people who sign on to social media just to be mad at stuff like this is supposed to be you do this in your free time why be mad in your free time that's why I'm stopping watching Euphoria why be why would I watch something I thought you liked Euphoria. Remember I told you, I don't think I'm returning for season three. It's just too mm. much. It's just too freaking much. It's like... it hey, don't like my thing. It's sick, bro. Like... <laughs> oh, but I watched this very good... um, Dissect, whatever... I, it included Euphoria about, like, how much programming about teenagers has changed. Mm. And, like... The effects that it has like on their perception and stuff like that because like teenagers used to be <clears throat> like that's so raving stuff like that and now euphoria they doing coke in the bathroom during study hall and yeah. it's like how much it was very good yeah i feel like there's been stuff like you know i mean degrassi has been on for a long time she talked about degrassi what was yeah. the difference with degrassi? I, I to, I'll send it to you. There's a, a, there was and, a, there was a um, difference with the Degrassi. And Skins. Skins was crazy. It might, they might just be uh, focusing on American stuff. But Skins, I remember having to take a break, a long break from watching it because it was just too much. It was similar. I think Euphoria is worse, though, overall. Like, Euphoria just got to the point where, first of all, they wasn't even worried about the plot. Like, they were just um, worried about, like, they had all this cinematography and the music Mm -hmm. and everything but it's just like yeah i'm just like why this is like getting to the point where it's not a good part of my day (laughs) and i don't have to watch this so um anyway the news the show that we're here to do (laughs) yeah um What's first? Oh, the semi finalists to the Sphinx competition. Oh yeah, I saw that. You did. What'd you think? You know, I did not have anything to say this time. Congratulations to everybody. Um and shout out to Aaron and he's on here. That's the bass player that was on there a couple of years ago when we were last time we were there. Um, and I hope he wins. I hope um Aaron wins because I look you think he should have won the year whichever year he was there um last time. I think that was like two had to have been twenty twenty because it was the last i think that was the last time we were there in person um anyway, what else uh the black orchestral network um they had a community chat um over the summer, and they've just released a report um, about it. So they had almost fifty members of the black orchestral community uh come together, including freelance musicians, conductors, composers, educators, thought leaders, um, and many others in the industry, um, to come together um and discuss some questions that are gonna help determine how the black orchestral network will function and serve the needs of the black orchestral community. Um so one of the main things that they said they learned was that it is important and empowering to be in and have access to the Black Orchestral Network space. Um, and I will link the um, report. It's basically like, I forget, it's like 12 pages or something like that. It's legit. They like partner with um, an organization that's like specifically, um like, what they do is get people past the point of, like, we, we want to change stuff. Like, being able to change stuff on a systemic level. Like, within your organization. That's what they mm-hmm. do. So, um, yeah, I was surprised you wasn't on a call. Because they put a me? little. Yeah. No, I was. Oh, you were? That's what I at thought. At the beginning. And I was like, this seemed like something Katie would be at. Um, yeah, I was. I couldn't stay the whole time. Mm. Yeah, because they had, had like, a screenshot of people that was on there. Yeah, it was, like, two hours. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, yeah, my news is short. That's all I got. Slow news day. Oh, that's it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, time for intermission. So, if y'all may or may not know, Delaney and I are members of the Recording Academy. And they just released the Grammy nominations and I was being nosy thumbing through <clears throat> and I thought we would do a listen lately this um, week but with a twist we're going to take um, three of our favorite classical there's several classical areas but so out of any of those areas three recordings on that list that piqued your interest of the classical genre even though I kind of cheated a little bit, but we'll get there. So uh, you want to go first? Um, I was when I was looking at them, I was like, I feel like we're going to overlap. Okay. I think I, we might, but we'll see. But we'll see how much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the first one is nice. Um, it's a recording. A Stay on it by Julius Eastman. Um, that was recorded by an ensemble called Wild Up and a fun fact is that my first bass teacher is on this recording period so shout out to him What they said, period. My little hips was moving. <laughs> um, okay, my first one is Hillary Hahn, she is nominated for Best Classical Instrumental Solo, um, with Michael Abel's Isolation Variation. Uh, here it is. cover of this is so cute hillary hound is so cute (laughs) um period i forgot to say what award that was nominated for it's nominated for best orchestral performance um my next one you know what i'm irritated because tell me why i didn't even freaking see fire shut up with my bones on here (laughs) for the first time but also i've seen that um opera so um Mm -hmm. i didn't even know that they that they recorded it and made it into an album, yeah. Rubber. I was, yeah, you know, it's like 91 of them. I just, not classical, but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. category. So I just, um, but my next one was nominated for Best Opera Recording and it's X The Life and Times of Malcolm X by Anthony Davis. It is performed by the Boston Modern Orchestra, um, and the Odyssey Opera Chorus, conducted by Gil Rose. I actually did the little. It's like interview for I care if you listen recently. I think it might have been Wait, about this. journalists. Mm-hmm. Not too much because you just had a full a full length a full article. It was an article of regular length. Uh, full. That's full. It wasn't a partial length. Delaney, what was the thing that you were gonna play? That's what I was gonna do. That's what I was gonna play. Period. Um no but here's the recording oh this is the um Thank okay God. not too much because i will pull over because <laughs> <laughs> i will i will sit here and read the whole thing on the air yeah, so. that would be ridiculous <laughs> okay. a dramatic reading of Katie's are you know what meanwhile I, delaney just i have I an have intermission idea for next meanwhile delaney literally just released an article yesterday Right, so play your little song. Nah, that was, first of all. It was a couple of days ago, and second of all, girl, okay, nah, I barely scrounged that together. So okay, because I'm uh, reviewing operas is, is hard. I, we got to talk about Omar not tonight, but I want to hear your thoughts because I remember we had a table discussion from July. Right. Yeah, we do need to talk about it now that I've seen it, because KT played the premiere. Me with seven hundred other people. Okay, uh, they they are begging you. They're not actually. Okay, I know how you know. I know. As do I. (laughs) (laughs) One of us lying. Okay. Well, I know which one. So. Well. Um. Anyway, yeah. This is the overture. Oh, yeah. I interviewed Anthony Davis earlier this year. Period. Um. Somebody should play a drinking game how many times we say period in the show. No, yeah. As long as you play it at the hospital, baby. <laughs> <laughs> period. <laughs> okay, Tennessee State University um, aristocrat of bands uh, got nominated for their album The Urban Heminal in the Best Roots Gospel Album category now. I understand that's a classical, but it's banned And last time I checked, you need flutes and stuff for that. Wait, banned like like their marching band? Oh, I thought that was so cool. Their marching band did an album. I'm like, other HPC should hop on that mm. trend. Um, connects back to your article so which i'll be linking song. in the description wow that's crazy so they have a song or yeah i guess a piece called um dance revival i was gonna play i was gonna play jesus loves me but I, then i saw jacqueline carr on this uh song and i love jacqueline so here it is dance revival i'm gonna take you back to the roots mm-hmm. you've been listening to the radio Let's do it, Jaquelin. You ready? I got an idea what we need. All we really need is a dance with jacqueline gonna be the next leading voice of our time like my words insane I'm trying real hard not to say period <laughs> <laughs> um okay my last one is nominated for first of all they got listen they need to do music podcast on here because they got music film music video so we can submit we should submit Classically Black for a comedy album. low key. Could you imagine? <laughs> Girl, I'm adding this to the bucket list. We should do a comedy album. <laughs> I just feel like I'm not funnier, though. Are you kidding? Classically freaking yet. black? <laughs> I'm sorry. This show is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I get We. I just feel like I'm farting around. The thing is, we don't write jokes. But you know what made me, like, what Loki gives me faith in that is that I listen to Kevin Hart has a podcast where he interviews comedians and he interviewed Desus and Mero, and they literally was mm-hmm. like, we didn't like, we don't, we didn't write our shows. We were doing live shows. Like, cause they started off as a podcast. And he said, when we started doing live, like comedy shows, he was like, we were not writing it. We're just funny together. And I was like, when I listened to their episode, like a lot of the stuff that they were saying was like parallel and classically black. And I was like, I need our bank accounts to parallel class. Like that's what I need. I just like once I feel once we cross into comedy. I just feel like that comedy seems so unfun. You know what I'm saying? Like getting up in front of a crowd, being like, "How y'all doing tonight?" Well, yeah, not stand up. Like, like, cause comedy is a lot of things. I wouldn't want to do stand up because then you have to like that's a whole you writing the whole thing. But like just being up is somebody hard. who is funny. Like I'm sorry, there's some. Episodes, there was one episode in particular that we did within the past couple months that it was so funny. While I was editing it, I actually listened to it. I haven't listened to Buck in years. I don't know what, which one was it. I have to I have to go back because I tweeted about it too. It was freaking hilarious. Like, nah, we we doing a comedy album. Hold on, I gotta write that down because. But I feel like, what are we finna We're doing talk it. about? we doing <laughs> Katie, you know, I love me a little project, so I ain't really arguing with you. I'm just saying, like, what are we finna talk about? Like, we don't even, but that Beethoven, I tell ya. Like, what are we finna say? I, I gotta see. I gotta listen. I'ma I'm a, I'm a check out. That's on my endless list of things to do. I'ma check out because I'm just saying, like, if people think to say violent is funny, like, do people think they're funny? Yes, girl. They have or people think They're entertaining. Do people think they're funny or do people think they're enter- entertaining? Well, I think the purpose of their entertainment is to be funny. Is it? <laughs> what else is it supposed to be for? Uh, I thought it was just like, you know, like blank be like. I thought that was the foundation of their whole shtick like classical music be like that's what i thought i never thought like oh it's funny i thought it was like oh like like it's just relatable yeah like a or like an like a hyperbolic take on real life you know Mm. i didn't think it was like i want to laugh let me turn on these two unfunny australian people i think it's supposed to be funny because like they went on a tour and stuff like (laughs) i think they're supposed to be a comedy duo I did not, I just never thought about them as com- comedians. I think I the they, they think, cause I, I'm also just looking at like some of their stuff that I've seen, like they be having costumes and stuff. Like, you know, like it just gives, yeah. they want to be funny. And yeah, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, I'm saying like, I've never considered them funny. Like I never considered them to be comedians rather. So yeah. hearing you say that, it's like, that's crazy. They are comedians, huh? yeah see here we go musical comedy duo yeah i've never i mean i've never thought about them as like they are comedians but i like i i thought like yeah they want to they want to be funny and there it is boys and girls you could do whatever you put your mind to exactly so let's get this comedy album out um how do you even make a com how do you even make a comedy album what is on it i said i was gonna listen to one what is on it I think it's just like a lot of people do stand up, like so. I will have to look at somebody who isn't just a stand up comic. Do one, like the I'm curious to see the reads because they don't do stand up. They, they're, they're having one on come right? out, right? Yeah, they're coming one. They're having one come out. See, I'm nervous for that. I thought I heard that because the show. Yeah, the show that they did th- they that wasn't not the too much of them. my faves, but that was not. I think I'm trying to figure out like my thing with the read And their show is it because I'm not used to them being so in a box or if it just wasn't that great mm. Luckily they'll never hear this, so no, I'm so yeah, the show it just it was it wasn't the format for them um now, okay. Maybe, oh no, they say they say with humor. So like, I think they they actually frame it because I'm like now I'm trying to think of how do they describe themselves too. How do they describe themselves? Because they do say humor, but I think we also mention humor. But we're not comedians, but we're just the stuff that we make just happen to be funny. And especially because like we definitely aren't because we talk about serious stuff on the show too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, girl, stuff like this. million followers across social media and 1 billion views yeah we could do that we could do anything if that's possible come on because they won't even get a chuckle out of me (laughs) i just feel like their their audience is what it was what launches them yeah they they very much like i was just thinking about this the other day because i was thinking about that time we went to when i found out you played the viola (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> after like when we went to the luthier and i was like katie plays a viola like because we just was not talking about music i feel like they cater to like the orchestra kid that's like your instrument is your personality yeah. everything is classical music classical music like everything and we're like not that that's a thing it's like i feel like we're gonna have to figure out i feel like i'd rather if we're gonna do something like that i want to figure out like how could we how could we appeal to People outside of classical music. Yeah, we just gotta find a forum for them to listen. Cause one, I feel like now is the time. I feel like classical music is having is having a moment, for real. Like tar coming out, people going to see that. Now, *Chevalier* is getting a movie. Like, is that coming out? It's coming out in April, I think. And then there was one other thing that just happened too. That, and I can't remember, but there was like one or two other things where it's like people are caring about classical music, like. You know, like, stuff, mm-hmm. stuff is, like, creeping in. I feel like it's low-key classically black time. And then I was actually talking to one of my professors about this, and he was like, you should talk to, there's somebody who manages people. Because he was like, do you have a manager? I'm like, okay, not too much. A <laughs> manager is crazy. But still, he was like. Right. He, manager is crazy. How many figures do we have in that bank account of ours? <laughs> <laughs> But he was saying like e- even if you don't want to get a manager, he's like you should talk to this such and such person who manages people, and he manages I think some people like who are, like not just like artists, but like you know mm-hmm. to like see what you might you know what you you should do because he was like you've been around for four years like that's not no whatever so I was like mm-hmm. I mean true so we'll see but anyway anybody want to manage classic classical like Like Um or an agent. can get an agent. Um no, nah, that was something else. Oh. What was I gonna do? Oh, the intermission that we're literally the in the middle of. So did I say what it was? Nope. Um <laughs> the thing I'm doing is best it's nominated for best contemporary classical composition we didn't overlap at all yeah that's crazy to me um maybe I wasn't I I have a feeling I wasn't reading this close enough to be honest because I forgot about it until 15 minutes before you called me so um that's great um um what was I about to say oh sometimes okay I'm just gonna move on because I'm like (laughs) this show like sometimes I wonder what it's like to be a a freaking listener to the show but whatever um chaos and pandemonium (laughs) Best there, there hasn't been a series episode in months. <laughs> Best contemporary classical composition, um, it's *Requiem for the Enslaved* by Carlos Simon. I almost picked that one. Okay. Um, this this a lot of Carlos movements Simon. though. Um, this movement is called *To Be in the Number*. <laughs> Off as usual, so yeah, it's my kind of carrying on, can't lie. Okay, the New York Symphony Orchestra, nope, <coughs> one more time. The New York Youth Symphony, oh, okay, um, is nominated for Best Orchestral Performance with works by Florence Price, Jesse Montgomery, Valerie Coleman. Um, I must pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is so for soul force by jesse montgomery and the new york youth symphony I'm gonna do a study one day when I don't got nothing to do on how many new pieces use that use the figure. I'm feeling Jesse's pieces don't got that, but I'm gonna do a study one day. at it. I feel like the world <laughs> needs to know. You gonna find that? Yeah. You gonna find them too? It's gonna be them too. Yeah, the traveler. <laughs> yeah, like. I could write you, I could write a, I, if I had thought of enough tropes, I could write a piece. Not tropes, figures. I could write a piece. Probably. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, that's the intermission. We are going to take a break. We'll meet y'all back. Forte is a free alternative to Zoom, purpose built for music teachers. This is what Zoom sounds like. <clears throat> Now, listen to the same music recorded on Forte. Just go to ForteLessons.com. That's F O R T E L E S S O N S.com. All right, so it's Thanksgiving week, and we're going to do what we always do talk stuff, which we already did for the past 40 minutes. But um, we're going to talk about what we're thankful for. And yeah, we're gonna be in and out because I wanna watch the nanny um that's I shouldn't have said that, but here we go. I'm almost done. I'm on season six episode ten. So, what are you thankful for, Delaney, just in general this year? Oh, wait, I'm lying. What are your thanksgiving plans <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, i was, i was I was just gonna go over it, but I know i I saw you ready to go. Um, my Thanksgiving plans. I'm chilling. Well, actually, I'm very much not. I. I want to say. I'm cooking. Oh my gosh. cooking? I cook, I cook. for Thanksgiving every year, but I am not. I'm in the secondary tier of cooks. You know, like primary mm-hmm. cook is usually my mom and my grandma because they cook all the most important things. You know, mm-hmm. um, but my grandma's not cooking this year, so I'm taking over her stuff and it's it's me and my mom on the front lines. I was like, "Dang, holidays are significantly less fun when you have to do, when you have to be the person that does the work." What you making? You on the front line? First of all, where your sister at? Thank you. Um No, not me not Me, y'all in business. Let me shut up. No, nah, my <laughs> sister, this is thing my sister usually has to work on holidays or work at in some portion of the holiday. And then there's people, I'm not going to be too loud because some of them are here. But okay. there's other people who do not cook. Not because, they, like, they they don't cook. Mm. So, um, I'm trying to get my mom. She's, like, I'm, of course, very overwhelmed by this. She's not. She's been cooking for Thanksgiving for so long. Like, but I'm, like, can we pawn off some of, at least some of the shopping to the people who don't cook? yeah who just show up to eat like <laughs> they pick i they that's fair pick up the ham like come on um so that's what i'm I'm trying to do um but what am i making well i've made the greens for the past couple of years so i am making the greens the only thing i think that my grandma makes that i am not going to touch is the dressing because i just i don't want a it that because that's too important to mess up now i don't want nobody side eyeing me Mm. Um, but I'm gonna cook the greens, I'll cook the potato salad, um, probably sweet potato pie Um, and then I'll probably do prep stuff for my mom. And probably I might make oh, I, I might there might be another dessert we might be doing. But um Yeah. I'm probably helping with turkey and all that. Um but yeah, that's mostly what I'm doing. And and all the labor that goes into that instead setting, making sure, you know, it's setting up the stuff. My Thanksgiving plans. Uh, the past couple of years, I have decided to do Thanksgiving alone. And that might sound pitiful, but it's actually my favorite part, time of the year. <laughs> because one, for two reasons. The first reason and most important reason is that I'm usually so exhausted by this time of year. It's something about it's something about end of October, early November, end of March, early April that lay me out to dry. I don't know what it is whether I'm in school, out of school, but it's always some applications are due this year. I've been taking a lot more auditions. I'm usually I'm so exhausted. So the last thing I want to do is shuffle through an airport on a Wednesday to go right back home on Saturday. I just don't have it in me. Um, So that's the most important thing. Second thing is literally four weeks later is Christmas. So um, just logistically for me, it's just been really good. And I get to relax. I get to stay in my apartment. I love my apartment. All my favorite things are here. Um and yeah. This year food wise Last year I made like regular Thanksgiving stuff. This year I will not be doing that because I already made a lot of Thanksgiving food because I have working on a project. So I am making birria tacos and my friend was making fun of me. He's like he was like, "How are you going to have tacos on Thanksgiving?" I'm like, we finna have birria and I'm going to make some beans and I'm going to make some rice." I'm finna make me a little margarita uh, If you listening from my church No I'm not it's gonna be a virgin <laughs> And um I'm finna make me some pineapple cake And I'm finna sit here And I'm finna watch Christmas movies Like I'm literally so Excited Like I I literally cannot wait I have a ball every year and Those are my plans And, then, and I'm gonna practice and I wasn't supposed to But now I forgot that I have several deadlines <laughs> that's what i should make maybe i should make a pineapple upside down cake because i went in the freezer i was in the freezer looking for something and i realized i had some frozen pineapple because i made some hawaiian roast a couple weeks ago but i didn't want to buy pineapple juice because i was like pineapple juice is five dollars i'd rather literally buy three cans of pineapples and squeeze it out so that's what i did and i got pineapple guts in my freezer and i was like period with a little coconut frosting because my last time my grandma made when i wasn't here i was so mad Dang. um so my grandma be wild and she was like i don't think there's something with your taste buds when you get older because she was like i had to put three times the it sugar is. i was like three <laughs> three is crazy it is something <laughs> my grandma always complained about how something tastes i'm like baby girl it changes every day you just gotta go with it yeah, she have, yeah. i think it is when getting older yeah because i remember she like she last time she made greens i think she had me tasting to see if it was okay because she's like i like my stuff you know she used to add stuff to it but um yeah i really don't want to make nothing to be honest but (laughs) i mean Thanksgiving is, is a tall order yeah it's a lot of stuff yeah especially yeah but that's why this, this year look, I'm chilling. I am making birria. I mean, birria is a lot of work, but it's also also vegan and like, it's also might, just you. Yeah. So you don't like, have to make. You don't have to make a whole bunch of stuff. If I was really gonna be in my Katie ridiculousness, I would just make some regular tacos. But I was like, no, it's Thanksgiving. Like, let me try. Let me be on my feet for a couple of hours. Like, let me really do something. <laughs> yeah, I already ate Thanksgiving food. And my and um, I what you gonna say? No, go ahead. And my mom's kitchen is completely gutted. There's nothing in the kitchen because she's getting it remodeled around the holidays of all times. So, <laughs> so, oh, that's a that's perfect. So she has no kitchen. <laughs> so, and everything that was in the kitchen, and the cabinets and everything, is in the dining room and in the other other places. And so, I mean, we always have Thanksgiving at my grandma's house. We have Christmas at my mom's house, but I doubt it's gonna be done by Christmas um but usually we cook ahead of time cook some stuff at my mom's house mm-hmm. and then um and then cook some stuff at my grandma's house and we bring all the stuff over but now we're gonna have to cook everything either over here or at my sister's apartment in the days before thanksgiving i just thought of something else we have to make okay <laughs> good luck yeah i mean you could do what i love berry tacos beans rice Aguacate Aguacate It's how you say it Yeah Aguacate Period My little Spanish coming along I mean I still put a bonjour in there Every once in a while not like. a bonjour That's what my mom like, When we was ways. in Paris She was like Gracias I was like That's not okay <laughs> <laughs> I was I feel like You just get nervous Like when I saw the, When I was Saw my first Mexican person I was like Bonjour Like I just get <laughs> That's my default Like that's what I When you like, was in Mexico yeah oh, like i was clarifying because i was somebody listening to that be like that didn't know you just went to mexico <laughs> all right I, hold on <laughs> uh, yes i was at mexico <laughs> and i had to like i remember like when i rented my car or whatever the dude like he i'm thinking like i'm in cancun i'm gonna be fine whatever people speak english here that is such an american thing to think the dude i'm not talking about the people at the counter the people at kind of spoke english the dude that gave me my car when he was giving me instructions, I was like, why would you send him out here when he don't speak no English? Like, I was like, where's the gasoline station at? He was like,
1: okay. gasolina. I
0: was like, oh. you should start singing gasoline. I had to dig deep into the bowels of my door these the four days. <laughs> the bowels. I was like, I was like, how you say where? And I was like, is that Aki? I was like, that's here. Mm. I was like, K. I was so proud of myself. I was like, "He was like." Then he started saying left and right, and I said, "See, you lost me." But he was pointing. It's not K. Don't. I think don't day well. donde is donde, yeah. donde. Yeah, donde estás. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's really. It's really. An, it's really pathetic how little Spanish I know. I mean, I, mean, I put a lot of effort into French, but I feel like. It's what is it? It's the second most spoken language in America. Yeah, but it's like six hundred million people. Here. Is it six hundred? I thought it was three hundred. Oh. <coughs> Could be. I'm gonna learn Spanish. I wanna learn but I wanna learn Spanish like through osmosis. I always say that. That I'm not a plan, but you know what I mean. I wanna learn it like organically. Yeah, I'm I'm mad. I had all this time. I have several friends that are fluent in Spanish. So we could be know talking why. to them. Sometimes I will text. <laughs> I will text one of them, and also, and I will. I do pick up some of the stuff from Osmosis because they speak in Spanglish to mm. each other. So I could just kind of gotta when I am there. <laughs> yeah, that's no. I don't know. I know some stuff, and I be I be tr- trying to act like I understand stuff because some stuff be the same as French. Mm. Very few, but. Yeah, I'm excited for my little tacos. I got to go shopping for it. I think I have all the ingredients, actually. Period. Ooh, I can't wait. Ooh, I can have that right now. Um, cool, what you thankful for? Wow. I've been working on the past two weeks. I'm going to get on your nerves, but I've been working on not complaining as much about stuff i be going through and I've actually felt a lot better it's amazing I'm just saying girl I'm like I was like girl shut up like one day I was like shut up your bills are paid you eat every meal well that's I mean I don't eat every meal because I don't want to I I don't have appetite but if I wanted to I could eat three meals a day so I just told myself I was like shut up like it's getting annoying in here Yeah, I felt I felt a lot better. I know that would get on your nerves, but I just wanted to share. Okay, one, not you making me look bad. Two, I'm not making you look bad. I'm just saying. I'm telling you what I've been trying. Two, my mom will be very happy to hear that. Um, three, I actually was gonna say I'm gonna go back to the fundamentals and say I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head. That I don't have to that I know that I can have a meal if I, if I want one. Um, and yeah, it really don't feel like it, but objectively, like, I, I don't have much to complain about. I just, I simply don't like, you know, I'm getting a higher, a, a higher education. Um, and I know that what you feel inside is not the same as like your reality. And there are a lot of reasons for that. But, um... Yep. I'm here. Yeah, I think, like, I went too far to... I mean, I'm ai I think I went too far to the other side, like... I was like, well, I'm not going to invalidate how I feel, but I think I went way too far. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's like the balance is hard. Yeah, because it's like at the same time, it's like on one hand, like I f- that's what I feel like, like dang. like, <laughs> But then it's like, yeah, there are, there have been some times where I've been trying not, I've been trying to look at stuff more optimistically, like when I have to do something, because, you know, I don't like being in public. <laughs> <laughs> or leaving my house in any way, shape or form. So sometimes I'll go, like I'll have to go somewhere. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to go to this place. And it doesn't end up being that bad once I get there. So I'm trying to like, remember that before I go so that mm-hmm. I'm not like dreading it. Cause like, there's no reason to be dreading going mm-hmm. outside. But, um, cause I was leaving I had that concert I had and my mom was like, you could at least try to fake it, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't bring everybody else down. <laughs> and I'm like, see, that's that's the thing. This is me faking it. <laughs> oh, okay. But no, it was it was fine, and it wasn't like. So I need to. I need to work on being like preemptive, you know. And I feel like I wasn't always like this. So I'm trying to get back to that. Like okay. I was always apathetic. It's probably my anymore. fault, to be honest. <laughs> i don't know i don't think so i feel like life just got serious like it's a lot going on but i need to be be for real yeah i'm uh it's hard (laughs) uh this is like very much like a growing pains life like you learning to like do my stuff that i was just reminded of something one of the guest speakers that I recently heard said, um, and he was like, I, what did he say? He was like, I wish I, I hadn't spent so much time thinking I couldn't mm. do stuff. And I feel like that's what I'm like, I feel like that's that's where a lot of my stuff comes from, that I'm just like, I have a really hard time believing in things that I cannot see. Mm. So like, Optimism is very hard for me Because I just feel like there's no Like how do I know Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know So I don't know I think also like religiously for me Like I hit a wall I was like all right, guys So I've been trying to do this for so long and I can't do it no more And that's actually the day I really felt at peace (laughs) And I was like I should have just did this all along But he don't be saying stuff Sometimes and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go ahead and do it so you figure out what you gotta do On your end (laughs) I'm like let me do it. Um, maybe you busy. Um, let me help you out. And I was like, I don't got it no more. So, and I feel I feel great. This is the best I feel. I was talking to Mara a couple yesterday. I was. She's like, How are you? I'm like, I am great. She's like, Great. I was <laughs> like you see. And I was like, So not too much, not too much, booky Because what you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm grateful for. Speaking of grateful, so last week last week i went to california for an audition and i did not want to go and i tried to get out of it in every single way <laughs> first of all i thought i couldn't go because i had a masterworks and i would never give up a masterworks check that is absolutely asinine so first i could then they were like no we're doing two days of prelims i was like damn okay then i was like jan should i go to this audition she was like yep and i was like all right <laughs> so i begrudgingly went. I comes like i'm so freaking tired i got too much going on i got too many deadlines i don't wanna i don't wanna go i don't wanna go and i went and i played and it was fine whatever i don't want to talk about it and um but i literally have not had that much rest in months so i played my little stuff and i lay down in my hotel room and i watched the nanny i ate three meals every day when i was there i saw joy while i was there and i had a, i came back refreshed i had a combined because you can't get a direct flight from where I was to Memphis. So I had a combined like 6 hours of travel in the air. I didn't sleep a wink because I was rested. Like I just was just staring in front. I, I listened to I listened to symphonies. I listened to the, to to keep track of the time. I listened to two Tchaikovsky symphonies. And I was just so I came back to Memphis refreshed and not trudging along like I'm so happy I went I got some information I literally must fix my Mozart excerpts it's literally keeping me from getting a job so I got that information I feel like I knew that already but okay and yeah I am very thankful for that I really like feel I mean I'm a little groggy right now because I shouldn't have taken that NyQuil <laughs> but yeah I'm very grateful for that Because I really was not trying to go every step of the way. There was way too many excerpts. Why are y'all asking for this? Why are y'all asking for entire movements of things? But yeah. Okay. Okay. Is there a lesson that you are thankful for this year? The issue with this one is that I... I don't feel like I have fully learned any of the lessons. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, like that one that I just said, I wish I had, hadn't spent so much time thinking I couldn't. I still have not learned that. Like, I've told you, mm-hmm. I'm that I'm exact. Like, I'll see that something h- helps me or like it's positive, and then I just like will do the exact opposite. Mm. So I don't think I've learned that lesson yet. But at least it's in my head, at least it's there. Mm -hmm. Um, And another lesson I have not learned yet, but at least I am, I have identified this problem and it's a terrible problem to have. I have a hard time um, accepting things that I can't change. And Mm -hmm. that is like a, a paralytic problem. So I have identified that about myself finally And I'm it's just so annoying. So some people, and my mom is like this, some people, they'll see something that they can't change, that they can't control, and they'll be like, well, I can't control that, so let me go do, you know, what I can. Me, I'm the type, I see something that I can't control, and I'll be like, but why not? But what if I could? (laughs) But just imagine if I could. Like, like, so we're going to see if I ever get out of that. But that's a at least something I'm thankful for t- for having identified Mhm. I'm trying to think about this year. this year's been kind of a doozy yeah it's it really has um, I think a lesson that I thankful for um something that Jen has told me was that you can only do what you could do, and it's very simple, but it's very true. You can only do what you can do, and I feel like every day I learn to lean into that more and more. And it's very freeing. Like, it's also very. It's a nicer way of other. It's a nicer way to say things that other people have said to me in the past. Like Mr. Taylor, this is a drag. When he told me you want something that you you've never had. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Wait, tell them the context Why? if they've never heard that before, because that is just yeah. He was he was he wasn't was wrong for it, but he was. <laughs> The stuff Mister Taylor be saying, like, oh my god, Um <laughs> I can't remember the exact context. I can't remember like what I was working on. Like, maybe it was like it had to do with that freaking Bach. I feel like I'm trying to remember. That was. It's like I see the room. He said it to me in. I see. I see what I was playing. I just don't remember, like, it was what like, aspect of my technique it was. Yeah, I don't remember, but wasn't it like you was preparing for, like, a recital or something? Yeah, I feel like I was preparing for my recital, and I feel like I kept having a memory slip or something like that. Or maybe... I th- it had to be intonation, because he loved to drag me for <laughs> intonation, so it had to be intonation. And I kept getting something wrong or something. He was like, you want something you never had. Basically saying that I've never got it right before, so why would I get it right in the performance? That... <laughs> It's crazy. It's not wrong, but chill on me. Like, <laughs> chill on me. Oh, my gosh. You want something you've never had. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. And you know what? Like, that's like. <laughs> you be going into stuff like maybe it'll go well, And it's like. It literally, you practice every day <laughs> but every once in a while i remember there was something i i don't remember <laughs> oh i know kate used to be tired of me she's great but i remember um for my senior recital at isu she asked me Kate asked me she's like did you get to run it before you before today like some whatever passage i was giving me a hard time and I was like, I have a fifty percent uh, success rate with that. And the last time I played it, I missed it. So we're gonna leave it alone. And today, I will get it. And she walked away, which well, she should have walked away because that's crazy. But I mean, it worked. I think I don't remember. Sometimes you just sometimes it sometimes it happens. Sometimes it does. Like this is the one time that high D and that one right now, I probably got a ninety percent success rate. I don't run it too many times because I don't want the audition to be the ten percent. <laughs> Can't do it too many times now. Right, that I mean, be just your look. Just my freaking look. <laughs> it really what really irks me about that freaking D I'm grateful. What I'm, you know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for one not being the problem excerpt. Never in my never in my life did I think it would be the excerpt that I'm having problems with right now. But the problem, with every once in a while, you know what makes me so freaking sick is that high D being sharp. You mean to tell me that I did everything in my power to get up here and it's too high? God forbid. What a life we are living. <laughs> Also, I want to message I, something. Ruined my day today, real quick. Something ruined my day today, so I thought I would ruin yours and the listeners. Oh my gosh. So, just in case you want a little wow. existential crisis. Misery loves company. Yep. So, just why I'm hey always friend. texting you. <laughs> hey, friend. So, did you know that people were saying, like, people thought, like, when you were in a, a coma, it's like you saw that thread? I, I didn't see no thread. I saw a tweet, a single tweet. I saw, and I saw TikTok as well. So about the, about the tweet, people thought in a coma that like, it was just like you had no consciousness, but people, there are people who were in a comas, in comas for, um, and they didn't know they were in a coma. They thought they were just living their life. Are we in a coma right now? Think about it. People lived on they lived their lives. They went out for years. This one dude said he had to mourn the loss of his wife and children that he had in the coma. This one so like dude, a dream? That's what yeah. Like, and then he like thought is he it was, realistic? He thought that he didn't he had no idea that he was in a coma. Cause like, I feel like in dreams, like even when you have dreams about stuff that's in real life like there'd be something that's off about it like something that's unrealistic like for example i was telling my mom i had a dream she was pregnant the other day <laughs> yeah you know it's like you that don't was still my mom like whatever but like but like for for I, is it it's not realistic in the dream it's realistic in retrospect it's unrealistic in retrospect it's like you in a dream like that my mom really pregnant yeah like to me in the dream but i'm wondering like is this a person so do, do they not have a recollection of their life before they were in the coma is what i mean oh i see what you're saying yeah like yeah see what, i didn't do too many sticking because i got scared <laughs> what i saw i think what i saw was different actually it was saying that in a coma there's some people who are like conscious like that they're in a coma like they're conscious they have a consciousness yeah i saw that and they like but they feel tr- like they can't speak they can't so they're thinking but which I feel like that's worse. Imagine yeah. they talk about pulling the plug, and you over here like, <laughs> "Hold up!" <laughs> right? That's you, not funny. <laughs> <it's> not. <laughs> <laughs> you hear, look you. <laughs> you hear your mama on the side signing the paper. Right, like hold on. I, that actually, like, hold on. It's gotta chill down my spine. I wonder. that. Actually, that's that my fear. That. I have that fear, and I have a fear of. I have several irrational fears. One is the MLK thing we talked about. (laughs) I never said it was rational. Okay. So chill on me. I never said, I never said it was rational. I never, I was reflecting on that conversation yesterday. I was like, I literally never said it was a rational fear. This man is on your side. That's the crazy part. I never said it was rational. So I have several irrational fears. One is the MLK thing. One is being in a coma and, and people being like, all right, pull the plug. And a third one is waking up in a casket. Can you imagine? No, 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 See. no, no, no. That's and I and that wasn't a fear until I saw like a a lifetime movie about that happen. I I have never forgot it. You're I've being buried alive? Are you kidding me? Stop! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Can you imagine? Oh Could my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine waking up in a casket? No. Oh my god! You I, ma- and you hear the dirt coming. No. Stop. <laughs> no. Let's move on. What? What? What you think? Cause What's the last because that seems like a terrible way to go. Because you you're gonna suffocate. And It's like how long does it take for that to happen? Exactly. But, and I can't. I can't imagine. Can you even turn around in the casket? You gotta just. <sighs> I can't even imagine suffocating in that situation because it's like it's not like somebody has a pillow over your face like you have you know like it's weird if you're lucky the panic will take you out (sighs) well I hope I ruined your night um is there a blessing that you're thankful for no (laughs) (laughs) not after this there are rational fears when you think about the casket think about mok and be like oh yeah i forgot this is ridiculous like w- uh, under what circumstance knock on wood would you wake up in a casket i mean someone would i remember the scene from the movie how it happened so why don't you imagine being waking up in a casket and okay next to you <laughs> I hope the next time, I hope the next time you go to open up one of them, okay. one of them plastic, uh, lollipop, uh, one, uh uh-huh. God don't even want you to say it, so. It cut your lip. I hope the next time, I hope the next this time. This is violent. You drop a penny, you can't pick it up. I hope the next time. Honestly, I'm, a penny, I'm a, I probably wouldn't pick it up. I'm gonna hope for some more stuff for you for saying Why? that Why? So because that's supposed crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 might yeah. I remind you that I wouldn't even yeah, be thinking about be waking friends. up in a casket if it wasn't for who? You. So. Okay, but the MK combination was crazy. <laughs> Not combination. Can you imagine? And especially what he look like now. <gasps> I mean, yeah, that would be scary for anybody. That don't even have to do with oh. your own specific fear. God. That would be scary for me too. I don't know. I don't him. Know, remember. <laughs> can you imagine? Okay, oh, you can imagine, like, waking up in a casket be like, damn, I'm in a casket. No. Turn it to your left and no. someone. <laughs> 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 oh my God. That will be. I don't know what. I mean, listen, when he would start blinking at you, that will be worse. <gasps> I pray to God I just go in my sleep man (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) because like oh my god literally 3% of this episode has been about classical music I'm stressed out you should be for that MLK comment no but you brought it up in the first place but you could have left alone why would I (laughs) cause that's what friends do this is gaslighting (laughs) how how, how you gonna open it up and then when i retaliate now it's like being a friend just like all right michelle obama say when they go low i go lower that's what i say (laughs) (laughs) a blessing i'm thankful for let me think Okay, I have two that I can think on of top of my head. Oh, this year was kind of good. I mean, it was a, it was a little it was a little rocky, I would say, but good overall. I think I'm very grateful to every time I had like sub with an orchestra. I sub with a, I did sub with different every time I sub with an orchestra. I'm like, think I'm really getting paid to make money to, <laughs> to wait, yeah, get paid to make money. That's how it works. But I'm 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 really grateful to. Get paid to play the viola and thinking about how many people like set out to do what I'm set out to do what I'm doing and didn't make it. And literally, if I go in my journal, one of my goals for a long time was to be on a major orchestra sub list, and I did that twice this year. Twice, wait, hold on, what's the other one? I sub with um (gasps) Richmond back in. June? Oh yeah, I think you did tell me that. Yeah. I, but I didn't so. know you was like on the list. Like I, I don't know what I thought. I thought he was just like doing a gig. But you mm. on the list. Okay. Capital. And T. I remember being like the list. You know, one of my So I remember being like <laughs> one of my goals <laughs> I remember like probably twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, like I wanna be in a I wanna be in major orchestras list. I'll be over right there on right there with Memphis. That's what I need to start doing. I need to start making some incremental goals because I see what I'll be doing. I'll be like, I wanna be—I don't even know what the freak. I wanna win a Grammy, and then I wake up the next day. I haven't won my granny, Grammy Grammy no, yet. Okay, <laughs> failure. I and mean, you got and you got on Instagram with <laughs> Sere you don't want to. Issa Rae saying you don't want it enough. <laughs> I still think about that video every day. Because the way she said it, so matter of fact, like, you must not want her to I was just thinking about that video yesterday. <laughs> and I mean, like, the more I think about it, even though we, it was an intermission a couple weeks ago, I, I feel like she's right. Yeah. I can't lie. Yeah, to an, yeah, I do think, yeah. I, the only thing that's, like, in the back of my throat that I want to say to an extent <laughs> is that, like, I feel like the suffering part is kind of like, that's where I feel like it yeah because it's like yeah you might you might really want it but like you also probably want like not everybody wants to live in their car to become tyler perry but tyler perry is also tyler perry so it's like that's why i think she's right and i think that some of it is not even about how much you want it, some of it is about your thought patterns and like the person that you are like you might have personal things to get over like for me i don't think it's that i don't want my goals but i just have a lot of mental things that i need to get over like i said I have a hard time believing in things I can't see. So living in my car and thinking one day I'm going to be as rich as Tyler Perry. Like I, he, he was able to stick it out and live in his car. And now he's freaking Tyler Perry. But like, I feel like I would just be like, nah, like, I'm sorry. I don't know how long I'm going to be living in my car. Like I can't, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can't really blame somebody for not wanting to live in a freaking car. You know? Yeah, (laughs) I think that's like the the caveat for me. It's just like, you could really want it, but like, yeah i don't know at the same time i I, want to eat dinner for the first time this week so like i don't know um i didn't say mine no because you traumatized me so you deserved it and Mm didn't so because we could have left left it alone after after you traumatized me the first time so you so katie want to be a bully that's what that's what katie want you could after we i was just stating the facts among friends okay about a irrational fear that i have, and then you wanted to amp it up you literally led with i want to ruin your day and the listeners <laughs> <laughs> okay that is true however that's what we started we started with the coma thing not the irrational fear fear thing I feel like at the root of all of this is you so that very well might be true however it's up to you to choose the road less traveled travel by you could have been like alright thanks for sharing that Katie I was carpooling with you so <laughs> <laughs> you started it I finished it so see if I dropped off a bridge would you do the same girl don't tempt me so no. <laughs> I feel like don't tell me with a good time Nikki was like what the <laughs> So she, if she if she did it to you, I'm like, don't tell me what a good sign. Yeah, like mom. <laughs> what did my mom <laughs> say? Something I forget. One thing that she said? Like, um, she was like, if you gonna like, she was like, if this is like, you know, giving you trouble or whatever, there was something I was probably like in my head about, and was like, um, I mean, life is gonna get a lot harder. Like you, you're not gonna be able to live your life. I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell <laughs> me what a good time. Right. <laughs> you don't want to hear my response to that. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, on a positive note, um, I mean a blessing this year. I mean all the stuff I said before, and also I think being in school is a blessing. I think I'm, I'm meeting a lot Scholar. of okay um i met someone very important the other day so i'm thankful for like being you met fran Drescher in the room what fran Drescher. i want to meet her Mm. um oh wait did you tell me who it was yeah oh okay okay yeah i'm not gonna say too much because they asked for the link to classically black so well, I'm not gonna say who it is. So. If he ain't, if he ain't asking for no NDA, like yo, girl, person, <laughs> um, yeah. Period, y'all. Well, that's that. Happy Thanksgiving, and yeah, we are moving on. Are right, y'all something for Black Excellence? Where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props Because this room for everyone at the top. Who are we talking about, Delaney? this week i'm talking about jamie sharp um jamie is a mezzo soprano and arts administrator um based in cincinnati ohio um, she's currently the communications and publications manager uh, for grant makers in the arts um and a mentee for women of color in the arts um they were she was in the inaugural cohort for Opera America's Opera Leaders of Color. Um, and a participant, um, in the All Rise Initiative, um, at Tom O'Connor Consulting Group. Um, starting this month, she is uh, joining the Dallas Opera Heart Institute for Women Administrators and BiPOC Leadership. Um, and uh, and the BiPOC Leadership Circle at Art Equity. She's on. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, She joined the Opera uh, Opera Ithaca as a young artist. Um, She sang with the Cincinnati Opera, um, Opera Fusion, uh, Detroit Opera, Opera Moto, Detroit Song Collective, Brevard, Chautauqua, all of that. She has a master's in vocal performance from Cincinnati um CCM um and a bachelor's in vocal performance as well from University of Michigan um she's a founding member of the Black Administrators of Opera um as well as I mean it's it's giving um there was something else I wanted to say specifically that was in her bio but it's it's very long so I'm like and she got two because she got one that's geared towards um her administrative work and one that's good for his performance. Um, but. Um, she was in the. She was an equity, diversity, and inclusion research fellow at the Association of Arts Administration Educators. Um, she also was an administrative manager for the Black Opera Alliance, and she co-founded a core ensemble called Hear Us Hear Them, which is a black-led Cincinnati organization that's dedicated to programming and commissioning works by traditionally underutilized composers um and she's also currently the executive director of that ensemble and she also led opera next gen as a president and general director from 2020 to 2022 um so i will link her website so y'all can learn more about her she got Beyonce's day that's what it's giving so mm-hmm. my piece of the week is french folk song she's a classic she is sturdy and she is for violas only. Okay. And that's why we love her. I'm about to do Kay. an arrangement right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, French folk is everywhere, but I'm yeah, talking about Suzuki specifically. We look at the Suzuki books. Violas only have, are the only people that have French folk song. Hmm. Everybody else, it go, well, cello's got something. But after that, <laughs> for the violin girls, it goes twinkle. Then it goes lightly roll. You don't got no French folk song, so deal with it and she's beautiful especially when your kid plays in tune my sweet piece working on it anyway thanks so much for listening to classic black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast if you got a piece of the week suggestion a black excel suggestion or an interesting suggestion classically black podcast at gmail.com i've said classically twice correctly this entire episode when was that past one and what was the top of the episode if you're black join isbm isblackmusicians.com isblackmusicians on social media thank you for listening and we will catch y'all next week Goodbye. happy thanksgiving